1: Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
0: Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire joining you guys as always on this game day edition of Locked on Panthers. Welcome back. Hope you guys have had a good week. Uh, Apologies for missing out on the last couple days. Unfortunately, we weren't able to get the crossover, but that's okay. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit of Bengals here. Uh, So we're going to just get you guys ready for Sunday's game. And then we'll head over to my bookie to make some picks on the rest of week three. Of course, Locked on Panthers is sponsored by MyBookie and by Vivid Seats. So let's jump right into it. Let's talk about uh, Sunday's game. 1 o'clock, a big one against the 2-0 Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Panthers coming in at 1-1 after dropping to the Falcons last week. So trying to keep pace, especially with the Saints and Falcons playing each other. Chance to keep pace at least with them at two and one, and um, maybe the Bucks fall to two and one if they lose to the Steelers. So uh, important game at home for the Panthers this week. Uh, and as it turns out, you know, still Panthers still a little bit banged up because uh, you still have Trey Turner still is not practiced yet, still dealing with that concussion. As has Greg Olson and Curtis Samuel and uh, Denoris Circe also still dealing with a concussion. He is yet to practice, and Dante Jackson also has not practiced yet this week with a groin injury. So a lot of key pieces not practicing yet. So uh, don't ex- don't expect to see Greg Olson. Uh, probably won't see Trey Turner. Probably won't see Denor Circe. So looks like Rashawn Golden is going to get his first start for the Panthers on Sunday. At least that's that would be my guess right now. And then Demir Bird, uh, coming back a little bit from that knee injury, he has been limited so far on Wednesday and Thursdays. He tries to work his way back. So uh, tough to see Dante Jackson dealing with a groin injury. I would venture to guess if he cannot go, then you are probably looking at possibly corn elder getting the start opposite uh james bradbury or maybe lorenzo doss i would figure probably one of the two probably elder will could potentially get the start if dante jackson can't go and you certainly figure if he can't if uh, dante jackson can't go if it's someone like Corn Elder or even Lorenzo Doss, whoever the case may be, you have to figure the Dolph... Or, excuse- yeah, the Dolphins, sorry. The uh, Bengals are going to try to exploit that matchup. Uh, even if you have a guy like, say, Tyler Boyd or even John Ross matched up with whoever it is, if it's not uh, Jackson, they'll, they'll try to exploit that matchup, I think. you know Test, test the young guys that don't have much experience with some of their talented receivers. Now, um, it would probably be more Boyd, you know, John Ross has been a little disappointing so far this season. Uh, he had, he had a touchdown in week one, but he kind of was quiet in week two, though of course week two was the uh, AJ Green show with three touchdowns for him in the first quarter. And then, you know, the offense kind of sputtered a little bit, you know, they weren't as explosive, but they still did enough to keep the Ravens in check. And, Hang on for the for the victory, but I I would venture to guess, and then you know you still have some talent across the across the Bengals defense is what, well, or across the Bengals team, which we'll get into in a little bit. But that would be something that I would certainly keep keep an eye out for. You know, of course today being Friday, we'll we'll know by probably some point this afternoon who's in and who's out so uh, be sure to keep an eye out on that Uh, speaking of the Bengals we'll go back to the injury report see how the Bengals have fared so far Uh, no surprise Joe Mixon has not practiced this week we know he had the knee injury he had that uh, arthroscopic knee surgery or at least minor arthroscopic knee surgery uh, to kind of clean stuff out in his knee so we know he's going to be out a couple of weeks. So he he's going to be out this week. Uh, also, Billy Price has not practiced this week. The rookie center with a foot injury. So he's, he's going to be another guy. I'll be interested to see whether or not he's going to play. And then uh, Bobby Hart was added to the injury report on Thursday. Did not practice with an illness. Uh, Geo. Then on Wednesday, you had Giovanni Bernard with a knee injury, Preston Brown with an ankle injury, Michael Johnson with a knee injury, Tony McCray with a knee injury, and Thomas Rawls with cramps were limited on Wednesday. Rawls, of course, the newly signed running back by the Bengals, you know, just a little bit of a, a depth piece in replace of Joe Mixon. They did cut uh, Trey Carson, so you're rolling right now with Bernard, Rawls, and uh, Mark Walton, the rookie out of Miami, uh, but Gio Bernard was a full participant on Thursday, as was Tony McRae and Thomas Rawls. So uh, good to see them get back in. You know, you you can expect to see a lot of Bernard this week with Mixon being out. And look, I've still been a fan of Gio Bernard. I, th- I think I still think he's a quality back. He's a guy that can handle a. A solid workload, a guy that can, you know, and and he's great in the passing game, too. So expect him to see about 20 or so touches on Sunday. So he's going to be a guy that uh, the front seven of the Panthers is definitely going to have to key in on. Again, with Mixon being out, you might see a little bit of Rawls sprinkled in there. Uh, but I, I think for the most part, at least in the run game, it, it's going to be Gio Bernard. So he's going to be... He could be one of the key cogs, I think, for the Bengals on offense. Uh, Preston Brown and Michael Johnson were also limited on Thursday. So, so far, they've been limited all week. Uh, And then Cody Core, their wide receiver, he was uh, listed with a back injury, as has Tyler Eifert. Of course, Eifert's been dealing with that back injury for quite some time now. Uh, They were both on the injury report, but they were both listed as full participants on both Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, Eifer, again, is another guy that we know can be a a very viable weapon for the Bengals. Of course, he's been dealing with a lot of injuries. Uh, He's really still – because he's been dealing with that back injury for quite some time. Uh, That's that's one reason why he's only on kind of a one-year prove-it deal with the Bengals. And there was even questions during training camp about whether or not he'd even be ready for the start of the training or for the start of the season, obviously he is. And he's he's been playing, uh, so, you know. But still, a tad concerning is he still dealing with the back injury. But the fact that he's a full participant uh, kind of quells those concerns uh, a little bit. So that's the injury report. So now, in terms of what to expect on the field, so for the Panthers on offense, you know they're going up against. Uh, a very talented Bengals defense. Remember, this is they're still without uh, Vontez Burfict, who's finishing up his three-game suspension. This will be the last game that he sits out before he's able to return next week. But it's still a, a talented front seven, and you know, we I just mentioned Preston Brown has been limited this week. He, of course, was the free agent signing this offseason to essentially be one of the quarterbacks of this defense. He's been there in the middle. Um, and then Jordan Evans has been playing well so far at Will and uh, Nick Vigil at the Sam. They've they've got a solid crew there. And we know the front seven is very good. Uh, starts, of course, with guys like Carlos Dunlap, Geno Atkins, Michael Johnson. Uh, Sam Hubbard has been – Quickly improving uh, in the early stretch. He's been been playing very well. So uh, this is another team that really likes to get after the quarterback. So it's another, and as I've alluded to a few times before, over the first couple games, these essentially new tackles in these kind of big tests for their new position and trying to protect Cam Newton there's going to be a lot of uh, tough opponents they're going up against, and the Bengals are no different. Um, again, it starts with Dunlap and Johnson. Uh, Sam Hubbard has been getting in there a little bit. You know, Carl Lawson, this is a team that really likes to get a lot of defensive linemen in there, really like to rotate, and um, really, really try to put pressure on the opposing quarterbacks. So, and then again, Geno Atkins. We know he's a, he's a force on the on the interior line or on interior offensive lineman. So this is a guy that that the interior is really going to have to keep an eye on. Otherwise, Cam Newton, I think, is going to be you know running running for his life a little bit. And then the secondary of the Bengals, this is a game where I think some of the slot guys, I, I think a, a guy like Jarius Wright could be in for a good role this week because um, I, I think you might have to try to attack the middle of the field a bit more, you know, because the secondary has been playing very well so far uh, between Drake Kirkpatrick, William Jackson, Darquez Denard, they're all... All getting in the mix. Uh, Jesse Bates, the rookie, has been playing outstanding through the first two games of the season. So this is a this is a very good secondary. Uh, so I wonder how many deep shots this team is going to take. I wonder if the the middle of the field is going to be more of an advantageous position. And we know, and you know, they talked to Christian McCaffrey about it too, and he they talked about how. Um, there's a lot of checkdowns in this offense. You have to wonder if that's going to continue as well with, you know, because I don't know how much of a factor Devin Funches is going to be in this game. I think this is this could potentially be more of a game where guys like uh, Jairus Wright or DJ Moore or certainly uh, Christian McCaffrey will get more involved. You might even see a little bit of Ian Thomas in this one as well. I wouldn't be surprised to see him get more looks in the passing game here. So I'm really in, going to be intrigued to see how the, how the Panthers offense attacks this, uh, this Bengals defense, you know, and, and going back to McCaffrey again, I, th- I think this could be a spot where maybe you continue to use him in the passing game as the check down option more so than you do in the run game. You might see more of a similar game script of last week when he had the 14 catches versus uh, the week before when he had 10 carries and 6 catches. You know, It wouldn't surprise me at all if McCaffrey has a boatload of catches again this week. Uh, and then in terms of When the Panthers are on defense, again, it's another talented Bengals offense, but of course, it really depends on Andy Dalton and how far he is going to take them. It is a little concerning on the Bengals' side that Billy Price has not practiced this week because Billy Price has had himself a very nice nice start to his career, so if he can't go... That's gonna put. That's gonna make the the inside of their line very concerning, you know. It, I would imagine it's pro. It could be someone like Trey Hopkins, possibly getting the start at center if uh, Billy Price can't go. You know, I mean the beng the Bengals offensive line, at least in the preseason, was kind of a merry go round as they were really trying to uh, get the right configuration. Uh, in, in preparation for week one really the only spots that were set and it was more so on the right side was kind of uh, the big rotations because he had Cor- Cordy Glenn set on the left side uh, of course the the tackle they traded for in the offseason for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, he had Clint Bowling at left guard and then when they got price, he was pretty much locked in at center but it was a battle. At right guard and right tackle, which ultimately was won by Alex Redman at right guard and Bobby Hart at right tackle. I w- I would venture to guess that that is going to be the spot where uh, Eric Washington will try to draw up some pressure. really, Really put pressure on those two guys to really get into Andy Dalton. But if the the pass rush can't get there, we know it it's going to put pressure on the back seven because you still got to deal with A.J. Green. You still got to deal with uh, Tyler Boyd. You know, I, I mentioned how John Ross was pretty quiet in week two, but we know that this is a guy that can burn you with speed. I mean, he is... At, at least in terms of the NFL Combine, he is the fastest player uh, in NFL history at the 40-yard the dash. And even at the tight end position, it's more than just Eifert. We've seen Tyler Croft get, in, get involved quite a bit. We've seen C.J. Uzoma get involved a little bit. I mean, this is a team that really likes to utilize a lot of players on offense. You really can't just key on one guy, even... You know, despite them having AJ Green, you know you could scheme against them all you want, but they still have a lot of players that can uh, that can get after you. And it's not like Andy Dalton's been bad for the first two weeks of the season. So you know the 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 front seven is really going to have to, especially the front four, I should say. Uh, the fr- the front seven for sure, but I think the front uh front four is really going to have to step up I think in this one. I want to take just a moment real quick first to thank one of our great sponsors of course here at the Locked on Network, My Bookie. And of course being Friday we're gonna stop over at MyBookie and make some picks. And again here here's your chance to join My Bookie. If you're not a member of My Bookie yet, you gotta try it because they're great They're the best betting site in the business. Great reviews online. They've been in business a long time. So here's your chance to lay down some money and get some free money as well to bet with and play along with. So go to mybookie.ag because they've got the in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and a chance for you guys to bet the over-under on how many fantasy points – a player will score each game. So here's what you do. You go to mybookie.ag. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E, and use the promo code locked on. And that gets you. And that gives you matching deposits. What I mean by that is mybookie will match your deposit dollar for so dollars. When you use the promo code locked on, again, that's one word. Whatever you deposit, mybookie will match that deposit. Dollar for dollar. So it's a chance for you guys to get some uh, free money to play with, uh, especially for this week. A lot of good games going on this week. Maybe you want to bet the Battle of L.A., for example. So who knows? But here's your chance to get yourself some extra money to play with and win some money because they're also extremely good, the best, at getting you your winnings in timely fashion. So my bookie, use the promo code Locked On. And that claims your bonus of my bookie matching your deposit dollar for dollar. My bookie, you play, you win, you get paid.
2: This is your invitation to a master class in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to sixty with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus performance line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.
0: So prediction time. So I talked about how uh, this is an important game for the Panthers. I, I think this is a game where... The front four, I think, is going to be highlighted, and guys like Jairus Wright and Chris McCaffrey, and possibly even Ian Thomas, I think, are going to be guys that I think could be some of the highlight players this week as they try to take on the Bengals. That said, I really. It's only two weeks, but I like the way the Bengals are playing. I think the defense is really going to get after uh, the Panthers. I think. Geno Watkins can really take advantage of the interior of this offensive line. I'm going to take the Bengals in this one, and I'm going to take them by a score of 21 to 17. So that is my uh, that is my pick for this week. So I say the Bengals get to three and O, and the Panthers drop to one and two. So that's that's my pick. You know, maybe the kiss of death will show up as as it tends to do for me. But I'm going to say the, the Bengals win it. Uh, as we run through the rest of the week three using my bookie line. So we'll start in Philadelphia where the Eagles are minus seven against the Colts. Carson Wentz back. But, of course, the Eagles are still a little banged up. You know, Alsh- Alshon Jeffrey still banged up. Jay Ajayi, Jason Peters... You know, this isn't as much of a gimme as the game looked like when the schedule was released. I mean, look at last week. You know, some people thought the Eagles would go into Tampa and come away with a W, and they came away with a loss. So don't be surprised if the Colts make this a much closer game. You know, they went to Washington and beat the Redskins last week. Don't be surprised if the Colts make this a closer game than expected. I'm going to pick the Eagles, but I won't pick them – I don't think they're going to cover. I think it's going to be a close game, so I would actually take the Colts with the points here. Uh, the next on the list is Bengals Panthers. Panthers are minus three, so in this case, I'm take since I'm picking the Bengals to win, I'm taking the Bengals uh, with the points. Uh, Falcons are minus three against the Saints. We've seen that the Saints can can be slowed down on offense. I mean. Look how good the Browns' defense played against them last week. And you can argue the Falcons have a better defense than the Browns. So I'm going to take the Falcons here, and I'm going to take them to cover. So I'll I'll take the Falcons minus three here. Ravens minus five and a half against the Broncos. That's pretty interesting. The Ravens are almost a touchdown favorite against the Broncos now. You know, they need the Broncos needed a bit of a comeback to beat the Raiders. Uh, but still not sold on the Ravens. I I, th- I think I would take the Broncos with the points here. I mean five and a half's a, a pretty decent sized spread. So I I yeah, I, I like the Broncos here plus five and a half. Uh we got the Texans minus six against the Giants. Both teams are 0-2, so there's going to be a bit of desperation here in this game as these teams try to avoid 0-3. Uh, but I, the first thing I think of with this game is that Texans D-line against the Giants offensive line. I think Eli Manning could be in trouble in this one. So I'm going to take the Texans... Uh, but they've struggled a bit as well. It's been a bit of a slow start for them. I think this is another team like the Browns that uh, you could. You have to wonder if a coaching change would do this team a wonder of good. But for the moment, O'Brien is still out there. Uh, so I'll take the Texans. Uh, but I think I'll take the Texans to win straight up. But I think I would take the Giants. With the points here at plus six, I I think it could be a pretty close game with a combination of, you know, the Giants struggling on on the offensive line, but the Texans have kind of been struggling a bit themselves. So I think this could be another close one. So I would take the Giants with the points here, but I would pick the Texans. But I'm picking the Texans to win straight up. Uh, Dolphins are minus three against the Raiders. You know, Raiders have to be hurting a bit after losing the way they did. And it's just funny to see see them constantly talk about how they need more pass rush and this, that, and the other thing. Well, if only you had a superstar pass rusher to help you dial up more blitzes. Uh, but I, I like the – you know, the Dolphins have played pretty solid for the first two games. You know, offense have been moving the ball well. Uh, Ryan Tandahill looks like he's back it's Fitzpatrick has been playing very well in his first two games as an NFL player. So, uh, Dolphins minus three. I, w- I would take that. Uh, let's see. Packers are minus three and a half on the road against the Redskins. Uh, of course, coming off the tie. Uh, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers looks like he's fine. Uh, I, I like... Re- I think I like this matchup here. I, th- I think I would take that spread as well. I'll take Green Bay to cover on the road. Uh, the, one of the biggest lines I've seen in quite some time. I don't think I've seen a line this big since a few years ago when Peyton Manning and the Broncos were minus like 16 or something like that against the Jaguars. Uh, but the Vikings are a 17-point favorite against the Bills. And I would take that. I, I think the Vikings could wipe the floor with the, with the Bills on in this one. I, I think Josh Allen's in trouble because he has no offensive line to protect him, and we know the Vikings have a lot of a lot of ways they can get to the quarterback. So Josh Allen's going to be struggling in this one. So I I would think I would take that seventeen point spread and pick the Vikings to cover uh chiefs are minus seven against the 49ers patrick mahomes of course has been playing lights out with 10 touchdown passes uh certainly he's not going to keep this pace up i mean you figure that would mean he's on pace for what 80 touchdowns we know he's gonna come back to earth a little bit Uh, but he might throw a couple touchdowns in this one uh 49ers I, I think have the ability to keep it close though. I mean Jimmy Garoppolo can uh I think keep keep the 49ers in this one. Uh so I'll take the Chiefs. Uh but I think I would you know, I'm gonna take the 49ers with the points here. I think the Chiefs win, but I'll say it's by less than a touchdown. Uh Battle of LA. Rams are minus seven and a half against the Chargers. Uh doesn't look like Joey Bose is gonna play And I think he might have already been ruled out, but I know he's still banged up, so it doesn't look like Joey Bosa's going to play. You know, I don't expect the Rams to blow out the Chargers like they have the Cardinals and the Raiders the first two weeks in the season. I think this is another game that that could be pretty close. I think the Chargers will keep it competitive, so I think I would take the Chargers with the points here. I'll pick the Rams to win, but uh, again, I don't think they'll cover. I think the chargers can keep it fairly close uh, bears are minus six on the road against the cardinals that just tells you how bad of a team right now the cardinals are the bears are a six point road favorite and i, I think they can cover that um this cardinals offense is so bad i mean you don't have to look any further than the fact that they've scored six points in two games they can't move the ball. Sam Bradford looks terrible. Uh, if they lose this one, I if I'm the Cardinals, I would seriously consider making the switch to Josh Roche. He might as well get out there because it's not going to get any – it really can't get any worse at this point for the Cardinals. This, this is a team that's on their way, I think, to a top five pick in the draft. Um, who knows? They might compete with the Bills for the number one pick in the draft, though I would say the Bills are uh, in worse shape than the Cardinals the Cardinals at least have skill position players you know you have David Johnson you have Larry Fitzgerald uh Christian Kirk so you have guys you can throw the ball to the Bills really don't other than Kelvin Benjamin and you know Kelvin Benjamin has been very hit or miss in his time with the Bills more miss than hit Uh, but I like the the Bears minus six here uh Cal Seahawks It's almost a coin flip here. Seahawks are actually minus one against the Cowboys, so almost a coin flip here. But I don't know. I, didn't, I, I mean, I think it's chance to see them much against the Bears, but I. It is their home opener, though. Uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if you know being fired up. Finally playing their home opener. And the Seahawks are a different team at home. Uh, I I I can see the Seahawks taking this one. So I'm, I'm going to take the Seahawks and I'll, I'll pick them to cover. It's only a one-point spread. Uh, Patriots minus seven against the Lions. Boy, Lions are a bit of a mess, aren't they? And uh, it's been quite interesting. I'll, I'll give a shout-out to... My buddy Carl or, uh, Connor Rogers, who of course was a guest on the show before, uh, his article from last week his article from last week on the draft network talked a little bit about the bit of a mess that the lines have faced so far, especially in terms of um, how it seems like the player some players have almost already given up on Matt Patricia. Uh, he says there was some buzz that the players basically gave up on Patricia in the second half of the uh, the Jets game, which could could lead to... which certainly is a fair reason in terms of... because remember, that was a close game. I, that, that was a close game, I believe, at halftime, and, and then all of a sudden that game just got completely out of hand. And that's what led to the Lions losing by 31 points. And he says it even dates back to training camp when teams are already starting to, uh, I guess, kind of not buy in to what Patricia's doing. So uh, I'll, I'll take the Patriots minus seven here. And, uh, you know, it, I mean, it's only three games in, but it's, is it fair to wonder about Matt Patricia with the Lions? You know, time will tell. And finally, Steelers. Steelers are minus one against the Buccaneers. That's interesting. The way Tampa Bay has been playing compared to the way the Steelers have been playing. I mean, Tampa's 2-0. and The Steelers are winless through two weeks. But the Steelers are a road favorite against the Buccaneers. But like Mahomes, you know, the Buccaneers are another team that you have to think uh, are going to come back to earth a little bit. I'll give another shout-out to the Draft Network. Joe Marino, in his six-pack uh, article yesterday, talked about some of the uh, deficiencies so far with the Buccaneers and how poorly they rank in some uh, some stats, and especially in the run game. Because their offense has really been all through the air. That's why... Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick is the leading rush or leading passer through two weeks, and Deshaun Jackson is the leading receiver through two weeks. Their run game has been non-existent, uh, so you figure the pass game is going to come back to earth. And if they can't, uh, if they can't get the run game going, and that defense doesn't kind of fix some of their problems with the points, because they've get, yeah, they've scored 75 points, but they've also given up 61 so far through two weeks, so. You have to wonder if uh, an extreme fallback is due. And you know the Steelers are going to be desperate. You know they're going to – they want to move on from all the drama. I think this this could be the week that kickstarts it. I think the Steelers get on the winning ways this week. So I'll take the Steelers to beat the Buccaneers.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: So there's your picks from my bookie. And of course, my score prediction for the Panthers. Again, I'll say Bengals 27, Panthers 17. Before we wrap things up here, I want to take a moment to thank another of our great sponsors here at the Locked On Network. That, of course, being Vivid Seats. Listen, I'm like you guys. I would love to find great opportunities to go to my favorite sporting events, my favorite concerts and whatnot, and save a little bit of money. Well, guess what? Uh, You listeners here at the Locked On Network have that opportunity thanks to Vivid Seats which is an online ticket event marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime with vivid seats. Listeners can watch their favorite teams and artists perform in person. And vivid seats also helps find, fi- helps fans find their seats to any of their favorite live events, including sports concerts, theater, and more. So go to the app store or Google play right now and download the vivid seats app. And when you do so, enter the promo code LOCKED ON, and that will get you $20 off orders of $200 or more. Again, go to the App Store, Google Play, download the Vivid Seats app, use the promo code LOCKED ON, and get $20 off orders of $200 or more. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. Vivid Seats. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime, and let vivid seats help you get to your favorite live event. So that'll do it for this game day edition of Locked On Panthers. Thanks as always for your support. Really do appreciate it each and every day. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore That's R I C C E T T E. Follow the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your listening pleasure. And until next time bill Rossetti, thanks for listening to the show and we'll see you next week uh, as you guys wish you guys a, a great weekend and enjoy the game we'll see you monday to wrap it up here on the locked on panthers podcast until then take care my friends
2: if you're looking for the most comprehensive nfl draft coverage this offseason look no further than the locked on nfl scouting podcast